And we're live. We're live. Take it away. All right. However you want to. We don't even have an established intro yet, so we're just no. going just gonna to wing it. So welcome, everybody, <laughs> to the first podcast of Host Advantage. It'll be hosted by myself, Chris, and my good buddy, John. What's up? We're here to just discuss anything gaming, media, things that we like, don't like. It's just going to be two bros shooting the shit, talking shooting about the whatever shit. they like. So today, for our first episode, we're going to discuss the Game Awards, and we're going to discuss how we felt about some of the nominees, the votes, the outcomes, along with what is to come for gaming and what we're excited for. So I feel like it's a good place to start with the pre-show. Yeah. It was 30 minutes before the actual Game Awards start. Mm -hmm. We started off with the best score and soundtrack, which... The winner was for Final Fantasy VII Remake, which I voted for, and I was very happy that they got it because they totally deserve it. It taps into the nostalgia of the game that I played growing up, and they put so much effort into it. I couldn't couldn't have been more excited for that. I actually never got I never got into the Final Fantasy franchise. Is that a, is that a PlayStation exclusive? Yeah, it is. It's That's Square Enix. <laughs> yeah, it's Sony. Uh, I and I can't even say I'm a big Final Fantasy seven or excuse me, a Final Fantasy fan either. I've just played seven, nine, fifteen, and even then, I didn't like fifteen very much. I couldn't Skipping get through a few like numbers. <laughs> yeah, so just a few numbers. But seven was the the OG for me and the one that I have like most nostalgia for. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you saw this, but the Devolver Digital. I showcase... actually so when I. When I tuned in, it was uh, to, not to sound weird, but it was like this Asian band that was just fucking rocking out with this mm. female singer, and it was just awesome. That's that's when I first tuned in. I kind of showed up a little bit late, but I mean, it seems like you got the previous stuff covered. Gotcha. Yeah. So that was for the Persona Strikers performance, just promotion for it, which is awesome. Mm. That Persona, I've never played it, but that has a banging soundtrack, and it's <laughs> so stylish. Also, PlayStation exclusive. Um, but they had a Devolver Digital nomination for Game of the Year for 2021. <laughs> and they had all these games that that are expected to come out next year. And then the winner was a game called Loop Hero that has not even been announced until that moment. So <laughs> keeping in Devolver fashion with hilarious and just chaotic hosting. I keeping, love Devolver. They're, yeah, they're, they're so fucking funny. They, they have a great sense of humor when it comes to going against gaming norms and presentations and, oh, we need to be well-cut suits and postured. And it's like, no, they just say, let's get this fucking show on the road. <laughs> about ready I, to explode. I remember they tweeted like a few days ago, a, a few days prior, they were like, so how's everyone's Sunday going? Just kidding. We don't care. We're a corporation. Here's a link to our merch store. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's fantastic. I love that too. <laughs> uh, we have Best Action Adventure nominee as well, which Last of Us Part 2 won, which, fine. That's all I really have to say on that matter. Yeah. What I didn't get is that some some games or some awards were announced uh, before the show and then during the show, but there was voting going on online. And mm -hmm. so were some awards not players like voting or was it like it's behind the scene the academy voting for sh like i didn't know how the, what the structure was behind the voting yeah you know? so they had it on 
they had the game awards website where you could vote but then as they were leading up to the award show they just threw in some extra categories on twitter so that oh, you okay. could vote that way and so they just kind of threw that in as well to mm-hmm. just i think encourage more participation and also they were like what nominees or nomination awards did you want in the game and i think they kind of built on that gotcha okay um we have best family game animal crossing <laughs> i totally agree i know you haven't played animal crossing too much to know but it's just a, a happy world builder i think um fall guys was in that category i think that's who mm-hmm. i voted for yeah just because i love a good small studio yeah no they're fantastic and they also got a right afterwards they kind of did a rapid fire thing they won best community support for fall guys oh yeah so good for them I which is actually that that was... pretty surprising because i think they were up against like big like uh call of duty um mm-hmm. modern warfare and uh uh oh geez or the other ones like apex i think fortnite was in there and like they do like substantial big updates and fall guys like they do, you know, typical bug smashing and whatnot, but like they haven't had any major tweaks or changes or updates since mm-hmm. their seasons. And so like I don't know, I kinda for me personally, it felt like when like Fall Guys came out and they had their I think a few weeks, maybe a month or two of 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 glory, and then Among Us really blew up and kind of dethroned them. Cause mm-hmm. I remember once Among Us got popular, I didn't play Fall Guys for a few months. And so yeah, it really but took I, the spotlight. I heard they added like the big chungus or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's cool, but like it doesn't really win me, win my me coming back. I mean, it's funny and all, but it's not enough to bring me back. So, mm-hmm. and then we also had a best debut game, which was Phasmophobia. I really want to play. I still haven't, but uh, uh, it looks great. I'm I'm eating up all of the YouTube content creators yep, playing yep. it. I've been watching Markiplier play it. It looks like so much fun. I heard that uh, it was it was initially made for VR, hence why some of the animations are pretty like you know mm-hmm. stick figurey. Um, but damn, I really want to play it. But nobody has a PC that can handle it besides <laughs> Grant. And like, I'm never gonna play with Grant. Sorry, yeah. Grant. But I'm never gonna play it with him. Just the two of us. It's yeah. like you know, it's a four-player game, and and just just seeing what they can do with like proximity chat is just so funny. When you know the the power levels, the the paranormal activity like spikes, then everything is cut off, and then you, you're like, oh my god, Bob's dead. <laughs> Come back to the everybody's, band. Everybody's quiet in a corner, just waiting. <laughs> And it's like, okay, it's gone. We're good. <laughs> Jeff? I... Jeff? Oh, God, <laughs> Jeff! Can we take out insurance? <laughs> oh, I really want to play. One yeah, day. I mean, it's still in it's still in alpha, isn't it? Uh, I thought it was released. I don't know. I actually don't know. It's, it's pretty early on in development as, you know, the kind of awkwardness of them shuffling. You know, I don't think that it's... It's version 1.0 or anything, but... Mm-hmm. It's doing really well, and I think that was also another small studio that did that. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, did you know anything about the uh, the debut band? Or, like, uh, not, well, it was a debut band, but there was a performance that played Follow, Unfollow, and they oh. had, like, this really, oh, like... wasn't it, like, OKC or OKQ or something? OFK. OFK. Was the song, yeah. And it had, like, this really sweet animation to it. And yeah, it I was, saw that. I, that I was pretty bad. I, yeah, I thought, it like, the music was, you know, pretty pretty good, and it looked great, but I was like, like, why is a band debuting at Video Game Awards? Does somebody know that Jeff Keighley? <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, man, can you promote my band? 
I think they were just trying to get more um, more performance screening sure. and just uh, with all the restrictions that they were implementing with COVID, I think they just kind of wanted to fill in some of the gaps and mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what the link is for follow unfollow and gaming and what it was supposed to promote necessarily, mm-hmm. but it had a cool art style to it that I really dug. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Okay. So that pretty much concludes everything I really wanted to talk about the pre-show. Um, there was now some other we, stuff. Now we get into it. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot. Yeah. So that was just kind of your intro. Yeah. But now, okay, it's 5 p.m. where we're at Game Awards start. And we start out hot out of the gate with new Smash Bros. character announcement. Yep. And which it's, it's funny because I was watching it and I was like, I have no fucking clue what who any of these people are, but I bet Chris is losing his shit because he does know. Because I remember when the, uh, the the trailer came out and it was like, we'll have to at least get ten each. I was like, that was like holy shit. And then it was almost like they were back at that situation. And then you know it, it cut through the thing and it was Angel Boy or who I don't know who the fuck it was, but I was so, like, I bet Chris knows who this is. Yeah, you're referring to the the intro to World of Light, which is the story mode in Smash Ultimate. And uh, so this is like, I don't know if you want to call it like a, an altered timeline or what. Oh, God. But you just see Gleam, which is like one of the antagonists, just mm-hmm. get sliced in half. And everybody's in awe. All the characters are going nuts. The moment the orchestra played, <laughs> this this was my hypest moment of the Game Awards, which kind of Holy unfortunately, was the, yeah, it was the intro to the Game Awards, but it was also my hypest. Like I, I was literally hands on top of my head, going, "Oh my god, that's so cool! Oh my god, that's so cool! That's so cool!" That's all I could say oh my god. when Sephiroth was announced, who is the antagonist for Final Fantasy VII. Oh, okay. So this this is where you kind of get the clash between Cloud and him gotcha. for most of the cinematic, which I am I I just get so horny for those scenes. <laughs> They're so good. I I'm such a sucker for those two clashing. Mm-hmm. With Cloud and his huge Buster Sword that's like obnoxiously big, and yeah. Sephiroth's long katana that is. Yeah, I was like, that thing should snap because that's a pretty fat sword. Yeah, <laughs> it's when I first saw him, I was like, okay, cool, another typical anime guy and then my second thought was another swordsman that's okay (laughs) amidst my height my hype i also thought this is another sword character which kind of sucks but also i'm really biased so i'm like (laughs) who the fuck cares this is awesome this is an exception i couldn't yeah it was a great exception i couldn't believe it because square is like really stingy with what they gave like smash bros Mm -hmm. most of the games that come out or excuse me, most of the characters that come out always have a stage and a set of music on top of like all the alternate costumes that they come with. When it came to getting Cloud in Smash Bros, in Ultimate, it was a big copyright thing. Like they had to get the rights to him again to bring him back for a new game, even though he was in the Wii U and 3DS port. So... Cloud only got two songs, which is nothing compared to others. Like Terry Bogard, who's in, uh, oh God, not Final Fight. 
oh, we're gonna have to cut this. We're gonna have to cut this portion because I can't remember exactly. <laughs> but when you have a character like Banjo Kazooie who has like thirty songs all from like the OG N64 and then they do remixes of them to like modernize them and keep them fresh. Cloud only gets two songs. So to have another square representative in this game is nuts because at least we know we will get at least one more song from them. <laughs> Hopefully more. <laughs> but yeah, having a sword character that's Sephiroth is totally cool with me. His range is gonna suck. <laughs> oh god! Sword. Yeah, it's gonna. He's gonna be so broken in like the most awesome way. But we'll see. Because Cloud in Super Smash Bros. Four was broken because he was DLC for that game, and all the DLC was like overpowered as shit. So Sephiroth is probably gonna be in the same boat. And I just I loved every. I watched it like five times, and I watched people react to it. And having them pop off, and I was like, "This is awesome! This is what I wanted." Uh, that's what I wanted so badly because it was just me and Day in the living mm -hmm. room. But I wanted it like if there was a crowd with me, I'd be screaming. But like I couldn't because I don't feel that electric, that like mutual electricity in the air. Mm -hmm. So I'm just less. I'm just like I don't know. My excitement kind of gets dumbed down a little bit. Yeah, and I can totally understand that, especially if you have no idea who this person is. And... Yeah, because I I remember um, when uh, the splatoon people what what are they called the characters uh the squid uh inklings the inklings when they were announced and like you saw the logo in their eye reflection <laughs> that was fucking cool that was really cool and for this it's just like oh shit it's smash right off the bat mm -hmm. they're, or they're mm -hmm. getting something new like cool but yeah that was the reveal of ultimate too like yeah. that was the first because everybody thought it was like Splatoon 2? Splatoon DLC <laughs> yeah. or Splatoon 3 or something. And uh, I, I felt that way for the Smash logo and the reflection of the Inkling's eye, but also for the first DLC, well, the first official DLC in the Fighter Pass was Joker from Persona 5. Mm -hmm. And he had a really rad reveal to where he had like the in-game kind of art style the animation and everything he's sliding around they're talking about making this like the greatest heist ever and i was like oh we were actually invited to this one and you see the envelope come on screen he catches it and he flips it to reveal the smash logo awesome oh it was that so good awesome. hardly anybody saw it coming and it was so fluid and just <laughs> there were some youtubers like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that's i love it Mm -hmm. yeah this one like minecraft steve was announced previous to sephiroth i'm happy for the people who are excited for minecraft steve to be in smash bros which he is currently but i had no real affection for that reveal whatsoever yeah. like it made sense minecraft's a very popular game why not put him in one of the the biggest fighting honor of games ever so it made sense. Smash is just a huge collaboration at this point. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's a tribute of... to gaming. Yeah. So yeah, I I loved it. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. I wonder and how much came... they paid to be the first, the first like ad in in the Game Awards. Oh, yeah, and again that trailer was gorgeous. Like yeah. they put they dumped money into it. That was yeah. that was a proper CG trailer. And it and to top it off, well actually no, before we top it off. Did you you saw the trailer for it, right? I know you didn't know anything yeah. really about it, but that moment where Sephiroth impales Mario, oh. 
<laughs> oh yeah. my god. I was like, holy shit, like, they can't do that. You can't the do that. <laughs> the second he lunged for Mario, I was like, oh, Mario's dead. And then it has that side profile of their silhouettes. I'm like, oh my god, Mario's dead. <laughs> he just, he's fucking dead. Uh, it was it was great. And then they, they topped it off with uh, it releasing this month. They didn't yeah, give a date, I was but like, like... It was like December 2020. I was like, just say like it's out in two weeks. Like, Why even say the month and the and the year if it's going to be this month? It's mm-hmm. going to be within the next 19 days. Like, Yeah, usually whenever a character is announced, Masahiro Sakurai will come after the reveal, and he'll give like a full breakdown of the character, what he can do, his specials, his ultimate, all that stuff, along with like the map and the alternate skins and a complete breakdown of the character and then usually they'll be like also this character will be out today they'll have like the cheeky like oh yeah you'll play him tomorrow I'm like oh my god reveal this was this month so i assume we're gonna get a breakdown video soon probably in the same vein mm-hmm. and then they'll have the official release date probably that day or the following week mm-hmm. so looking forward to that yeah I was I was actually just thinking this is kind of random. Uh, we've taken up we we've been talking about just one part <laughs> of this entire. This is really important to me. This three hour long show we've already talked for almost twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, we might as well just like cut all the pre show out because it was so whatever. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah I just mm-hmm. thought that was funny because this this could be like a four hour podcast or it could just be like. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it out as we go. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll add some stuff in. We'll cut some stuff out if we need to. Yeah. So what happens next? What happens next? <laughs> uh, best performance award went oh, to Laura best... Bailey as yeah. Abby in The Last of Us Part Two, which I actually voted for. I thought mm-hmm. she she killed it. All the the motion capturing, all the the voice acting, everything I thought went together so well. And honestly, I figured. That's what the voice actress looked like. Hmm. I had never seen a picture of her until she accepted the nomination and sort of thanked everybody for the the award. Mm-hmm. And like I couldn't even hear it. I didn't, if you told me this is Abby, I wouldn't believe you. Yeah, I mean, unless she's jacked as shit, I wouldn't believe mm-hmm. you. In fairness, though, like Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson, who do Joel and Ellie respectively. Don't look anything like their character. Yeah, true. I th- I thought because like with mo with mocap, I figured you have to like resemble them a little bit. But like Joel looks like your run of the mill fuckboy. Like he doesn't look anything <laughs> like an old wise man who's seen some shit. Yeah, he just seems like a yeah. He's just a regular guy. Yeah, just a regular dude. He's got that mm-hmm. that uh, what's it called? Overcut guitar. Oh Overcut. yeah, <laughs> that hairstyle. Yeah. I think the only game that I can think of on the top of my head immediately is uh heavy rain actually did mm-hmm. motion capture with the people resembling themselves except for i think they changed their hair that mm-hmm. was like the only real difference um those the same people did detroit become human i believe yes and exactly Ryan that was deckard uh, was was connor and uh yeah yeah uh quantum dreams yes I believe. quantic quantic quantum quantic quantic dreams something like yeah. that there's a q in there mm-hmm. quantic dreams <laughs> um, yeah but I was I was surprised, and I'm sure like I've seen I've watched the live chat during the show. I'm very surprised, along with everybody else, how many wins The Last of Us got because they got a lot. Yeah. Despite how negatively it was received, I mean, I personally, 
the game was fine. I wasn't a huge fan of it. The first one's definitely much better in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But it just it, it just didn't stack up. The ending wasn't as satisfying as the first one. It it, it was just kind of like life sucks and now it sucks more. Live yeah. with it. <laughs> we don't have to get too into it, but I I agree. Like there's a there's a certain point that I can I can dot where I'm like this is where it went wrong for me. Yeah. And it was near the end and that's where I kind of throw my hands up and like, why is this happening? Yeah. Are you kidding? And since this was a people's vote, the fact that they won so many was just like, I don't want to say rigged. Cause like when I was, <laughs> when I was, I, I turned on the live chat as soon as, cause I didn't want to watch the live chat during the show. I did it right at the end when they announced game of the year. Mm-hmm. And it, like all the comments were like rigged, rigged. Last of us is rigged. This is bullshit. And then That's someone's like drinking so many tears right now. <laughs> <laughs> It, it has its issues. I won't harp on this too much longer, but Last yeah. of Us Part 2 definitely has its issues. Yeah. But it's not a bad game. Yeah. In my opinion, it has a lot of quality to it, but there are some glaring faults that yeah. I can understand that people don't like about it. Yeah, I'd love to play it, but, you know, that would cost me $500 to play. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So a few more things happened in the Game Awards. But this is one of the things that I was actually pretty excited for. So we got a premiere trailer from Warner Brothers Games and Turtle Rock Studios for the game Back for Blood. (laughs) Oh, you skipped one, actually. Oh, what did you want to talk about? Perfect Dark. Oh, okay. So I've never played Perfect Dark, but (laughs) take it away, my friend. No, there's not much. I mean, Perfect Dark was, it's an old, old game. Mm -hmm. And they probably haven't. The, what was the last one? I think Perfect Dark Zero was the last one, and that came out. I think it came out for the 360. Like that's how old it is. And so that that franchise has been kind of sleeping for a bit. And uh, watching the trailer, there was nothing definitive that was just like, oh my god, could this be Perfect Dark? Like at least for me, because I didn't. The only thing that I remember from Perfect Dark was a laptop gun and the cyclone. Those <laughs> guns were were cool, and I didn't see either of those in the trailer. And so I I was kind of clueless until the person was on the roof and they were like agent dark and i was like are you fucking they're gonna bring back perfect dark in 2020 or whatever date it was announced and that just kind of blindsided me because i was not expecting a perfect Mm -hmm. dark comeback and so i'm sure a handful of people also lost their shit Mm -hmm. but uh i i don't know if it'll have multiplayer if it'll be single player based i believe the last ones were single player um exclusive but Mm -hmm. yeah i mean I'll always keep an open mind. I didn't see any gameplay. Yeah. As with a lot of these trailers, unfortunately. So I'll have to keep like a reserved. Reserved judgment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I thought that was awesome. Best of luck to them. And yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, the studio. uh, What was it? The initiatives are going to be having some weight on their shoulders. (laughs) To make this good because i i've i don't know anything about perfect dark except for what other people have talked about i remember it being for the 360 perfect dark zero mm-hmm. i heard it wasn't the best previous yeah, no. installments have been better so it has a following that people really like about it but yeah. just the last installment wasn't it, so hot yeah it started off as like you know a futuristic sci-fi shooter strong female lead cool guns cool tech laptop gun awesome and uh they were just like, oh shit, like we maybe we should bring this back. And then they tried, and then nobody liked it that much. Oh. <laughs> and so now they're gonna, I guess, give it another shot. Mm-hmm. So 
best of luck to them. Yeah, I think at this point, too, Xbox needs some uh, more originals on their plate, and I think yeah. this will be another one. Yeah, definitely. But anyways, Back for Blood. So, I yeah, want to hear back, your thoughts on that first. Back for Blood, I, I didn't realize it at the moment. I was like, Turtle Rock Studios, why does it sound familiar? And then it dawned on me, I was like, oh my god, this is Evolve and Left for Dead. Turtle Rock Studios reinvented, like, the co-op four-player zombie apocalypse game and that's exactly what this is it's so funny like it's it's, we just want to make another left for dead that's a spiritual successor but we don't have the rights for it so we're just going to do everything that we can to make it that down to the point where i laughed when it was actually had the letter four (laughs) in the title i thought that was so funny because i was like this is identical yeah left for dead but it's back for blood so like is that supposed to be like a cheeky backhand slap to the face to valve <laughs> like i mean i i mean turtle rock studios made it so i it's yeah. i i think this is just their spiritual successor without being a part of valve mm-hmm. very much just trying to like even the doors to the safe room like yeah. the whole idea of the safe it's it's identical <laughs> i'm kind of surprised they can get away with it but i know it's it's still their ip yeah and they went under valve and and day is not a gamer but she saw those doors and she was like that looks that looks kind of familiar like i think i've seen that somewhere else Mm -hmm. and yeah it looks exactly like a successor to left for dead and so it it it, it looks like left for dead 2020 basically yeah which i'm totally down for like i am definitely gonna keep an eye out for this game whenever it comes out Mm. and i i'm definitely interested uh it said june 2021 Okay. So not terribly far away. They have a closed beta going on soon, but uh, I just like how they're they're taking what Left 4 Dead, what was so great about it, and just adding more to it. Like the guns look better, the graphics look better, more special infected, including yeah. the ones that are like twenty feet tall. I like that a lot. That was really cool. I think those are awesome. I'm really looking forward to this game. I really want this to work, and I would love to tap into like our childhood nostalgia when we <laughs> all played Left 4 Dead. Yeah. And I, I remember. That. I remember specifically during the watching the gameplay, and this is what my notes are: gameplay, all right. Dialogue is dumb, so dumb. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I hate the cheeky like, oh, you want some more? Come get it. Like I, yeah, it's, it's so it's, dumb to me. But it's just filler. It's, yeah, it is nonsense garbage. It, it, you're totally right. If it's just quiet, then there's not much to say. And what else are you gonna say besides some? some dark humor you know it's just like screaming when you're shooting at like a machine gun like why are you screaming <laughs> this is necessary yeah just wasting it, your breath <laughs> yeah it's badass but like that's yeah. it doesn't do anything yeah i as it stands right now i don't think i would get it at launch unless it's unless the beta. like i might play the beta i don't know if it'll be hopefully it'll be free i would assume uh I, i'll play the beta and and make a decision off of that but from watching the gameplay it seems and i know this is how left for dead is it's just very just shoot reload shoot reload blood everywhere you get an occasional tank mm-hmm. boss guy cool but like that seems like it was it to me and so replayability seems just like repetition and so mm-hmm. it'll be fun because it's something new and it's something that we want but then once that settles in uh you'll just be like this is like left for dead but like hey some people play left for dead daily i play mm-hmm. left for dead 10 minutes a year and it's, those are great 10 minutes <laughs> and then after that it's I, I i don't pick it up again but if co-op is solid and gameplay is solid then maybe i'll stick around yeah they're gonna try and enhance a little bit more like the story 
try and develop the characters more. They're just trying to make a better Left 4 Dead, essentially, is the goal. Mm-hmm. And I played a lot of the first Left 4 Dead. I didn't play as much of the second. I know we played like the beta for it or the demo <laughs> when it came out years ago. I think I even got it, but we just didn't really touch it too much. Even though it was better, it had more melee weapons, improved graphics. Yeah. The blood splatter were awesome because I remember very vividly chopping a zombie's arm off and just seeing the two veins like kind of like like sprinklers out of the arm. And it's like, oh my god, this is so awesome! And going back to the original Left 4 Dead, it looks jank. It looks really <laughs> bad graphically. Yeah, but I I have a lot of hope for this one. I really really hope they pull it off. Yeah, me too. I always I always root for a, a game trying to make a comeback because mm-hmm. I don't think there's a lot of co-op zombie shooters out there. Um, I mean, the zombie genre is pretty bloated right now, yeah. but having a four player zombie co-op, I think is always fun. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, and then I don't know if I skipped around, but the next thing I had written down is scavengers. Yeah. That's also what I had. They did a, closed beta thing for it mm-hmm. um the only note that i took from scavengers was that the announcer sounds like the girl from team fortress the announcer like oh my god <laughs> the, you failed <laughs> the game will start in 30 seconds mm-hmm. that's that's the only notes i took unfortunately mm-hmm. i didn't for the games that i wasn't very interested in i just put like two words like looks all right meh yeah but then the ones that I'm just like, holy shit, I lose my mind. It's all caps and <laughs> lots of exclamation points. Yeah. Uh, Hood Outlaws and Legends. I don't really have much to say on that. Co-op, uh, medieval co-op heist. Cool, I guess. I yeah. Mean, I can see, I can definitely see the appeal for it, but yeah. it's not for me. It's a very, it seems like a very niche sort of attack, defend, break into here, steal this, come out, you know, mm-hmm. uh, without an alarm. Yeah, that's I don't like I don't know how is there going to be like a versus mode where some people like defend the castle or I don't know I don't think they announced anything so it's very no it's very it's just, pretty limited information right now yeah. so more to come yeah hood interesting yeah uh, Forza cross cyberpunk was pretty neat yeah. I think that's uh, I think that's low hanging fruit is definitely <laughs> a good choice and uh, of course like. That's great. I, I'm not a big racer, but I thought that was a smart idea. Cross-promote. Mm-hmm. Best ongoing game went to No Man's Sky. I, ever since I saw that video from Internet Historian talking about <laughs> No Man's Sky and how like the rough times they went through with Sean Murray and how it was released and it was awful and then they went dark for a few months and they came back with updates and updates and updates and then it just sort of rebuilt itself and then it got like these new awards and now it got best ongoing support when i saw sean murray like in his little apartment office whatever i was like oh my boy i'm so proud of you like you 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 raised this back from the ashes and it's i'm so glad it's doing so well because he seems like such a good guy and he like he's not like and and it was highlighted in the internet historian video where he's not like a public speaker he's a programmer he's a he's a coder he he makes video games he's not he doesn't he's not like a community manager you know and mm-hmm. so I, i'm just i'm so i'm so proud of my boy mm-hmm. i remember um during the uh, the low point of the fallout 76 was it fallout 76 or um what was the latest fallout game that was online only 76 yeah, yeah. So 
during the low point of Fallout 76, where it had all the bugs and it was a nightmare launch. (laughs) Yeah, it was barely, it shouldn't even be called released at that point. Bethesda was like, we will fix it. We're in the works. And they were like, talk, 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 talk. They did some stuff. But Sean Murray kind of capitalized on that by kind of dogging on them because he obviously went through a very similar launch. Mm -hmm. And you had mentioned to yourself that they went dark for a while. They were using that time to fix, to add, to rebuild, to make the game better. And they didn't advertise it. They were, Sean Murray is like, we just, we knew we had to do and we were getting it done. We didn't need to really apologize or like, no words necessary actions speak louder than words Mm -hmm. and he was i remember he was talking about that specifically it's like bethesda we sympathize but do it like we did (laughs) we just did it man the fuck up bethesda (laughs) yeah so i i appreciate him a little bit for that where he's like oh yeah that is true like very similar launches and one definitely shined despite all like the pr and needing to kind of soothe the critics and the gamers and all that mm-hmm. and then they were like oh we should make a subscription for fallout <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure they were really hard at work <laughs> coming up with that idea mm-hmm. oh man so <laughs> i i think you want to take this next one away <laughs> <laughs> okay so this the next part was uh it was for callisto protocol mm-hmm. and Oh man! So at first, so I knew that Glenn Schofield, who was the um, uh, executive producer and creator of Dead Space, my like top five most favorite games of all time. Maybe not favorite games, but maybe favorite single player sci fi horror. Mm-hmm. I, I just love the genre. Um, I I forgot at that time I forgot what company he started because I knew he he left Vi- or you know Visceral closed down and then he mm-hmm. had to he made his own company. Um, Striking Distance Studio, awesome name by the way. Um, yeah, and so Great logo. Yeah, and so they showed that logo in the beginning, and you know I didn't really think anything of it, but they showed the trailer, and I saw the what looked like a health indicator on the back of a dude's neck, and yep. and I mean, I sometimes hate trailers because you know it's pre-rendered, none of its gameplay. You can make any like Dead Island clear example fantastic example actually <laughs> perfect example and so uh i mean and the trailer looked fucking awesome like the detail mm-hmm. was was perfect and the the lighting the the darkness the the suspense the the, the technology everything was just so dark and like you see this monster coming up from behind the guy and it's just so gross and nasty and there's teeth and dribbling slime and spit and and then it, it kills them but we don't know much else from that. Mm-hmm. And then it says, you know, Callisto Protocol. And so I'm like, sweet, this looks great. And then I see Glenn Schofield pop up. I'm like, no shit, this is the project he's been working on for us. Oh, I'm so happy, my boy. My boy, mm-hmm. Glenn. I was so happy. I, <laughs> My comments in my, when I, I put in my notes was, yes, 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 my boy. Because <laughs> I was just so excited because I feel like this is going to be like his... Uh, sort of spiritual successor to, to dead space. And what, totally. I, what I'm hoping is that it's like, uh, I, I don't know what 
involvement he had in Dead Space 3, we can just kind of throw that out the window right now. But hopefully, with his direction and his creativity, he can make this game just chef's kiss. Because there's no... uh, I don't think EA is going to be involved in it. Nope. Um, And it's going to be strictly single player. Looks like there's no co-op, no multiplayer, no nothing, which I'm totally fine with. Um, And I just love that, again, that future sci-fi horror elements and he and he it's funny because he made the comments for dead space he said i want to make the scariest game of all time mm. and then for this game he's like i want to make the scariest game of all time yeah. so it's like he's trying yeah, to yeah, top yeah. himself with his newest creation and i'm just i'm so excited i think that was for it's for 2022 it's a long fucking time away i really really want to play it but i'm sure i, I trust him he delivered on the original dead space franchise and i'm sure i hope you can deliver on Callisto Protocol, which is a fucking cool name, by the way. Yeah, I I am really excited for this game for that reason. Everything mm-hmm. that was stated in regards to Dead Space. Uh, my understanding is that uh, EA had their hands on Dead Space Three, and it kind of swerved into a direction that they didn't originally want to take. They really wanted to emphasize more like the psychological aspect, and they kind of did in the game, but it wasn't as immersive or in the right direction that they wanted to take because EA is all about the action and needs the sales and, and didn't love have the triangles. Sale. Love triangles, really? In a fucking yeah. Dead Space game? Ugh, so dumb. Yeah. Whatever. But I'm on the, the Callisto Protocol website right now, and it says, set on Jupiter's moon Callisto in the year 2030-20. Or excuse me, 2320. Mm-hmm. Callisto Protocol is a next-gen take on survival horror. The game challenges players to escape the maximum security Black Iron Prison and uncover its terrifying secrets. Fuck yeah. So, so immersive cool. storytelling, horror and action, and it's going to set a new bar for horror, apparently. And I really have no doubt in this, honestly. Yeah, because, I mean, I can't think of any, like, modern horror single-player games besides Soma, maybe? Soma I, but that's, that's and... hardly recent too. I, Soma, when did Soma come out? It was a while ago, I believe. Yeah, it was. Well, I guess I shouldn't exclude the Resident Evil franchise because I've been playing Resident Evil Two, the remake, mm. and it's it's fantastic. It's hard, but it's still fantastic. And uh, at least by um, uh, Capcom Capcom standards, yeah, it's been it's been great. Yeah, the remakes have been getting pretty positive reviews, and uh, the only other thing I can think of. Before Soma was Alien Isolation. Oh, yeah, absolutely, so good. Which, mm-hmm. so looking forward to that for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Twenty twenty two though, oh, it's so far, it's so long. A part of me says it's okay that it's that long because it's that much more time to make the game perfect. Mm-hmm. But man, there's just been something about releases that that like you know delays, 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 and then it still sucks. Like, yeah, I don't know why Crackdown Three came to mind at first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty random. That's that's. I don't know why that was because that probably because it had the most delays, and then mm-hmm. once it was released, I don't know. I mean, 12. Cyberpunk is a great example also of I think it had like four delays before it came out. Yeah, and, but I've still heard some like it's very buggy. It's it's graphically <sighs> not. We can talk about that. Be, yeah, <laughs> in its own portion. Yeah, that'll be another. That'll be episode two or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but last thing I want to note is uh, I've said it in the past with you that I would love for a next-gen 
Dead Space game. And oh, I know we, yeah. we're not going to have that. I'm very well aware of that. But as something that I've always wanted, just to see the necromorphs just gross and terrifying. Ugh. And this is that. Like, yeah. 2022 is going to be pure next gen. Like, yeah. at that point... Wish granted. Yeah, so I'm... I'm particularly excited for it, and I'm really excited to see some gameplay whenever that comes out. Oh, yeah. I, I hopped on the um, the Discord just because I want to get, like, I, I follow them on Twitter, Instagram. Like, I'm, I, if they announce something, I'll know, and I'll let mm. you know. <laughs> Heck, yeah. But I'm just super excited. I, I follow Glenn on Twitter, and he's just like, you know, thanks so much, guys, for the support, and I'm just super happy for him. I'm so, glad he's, I'm so glad he's back in the spotlight, you know, because Dead Space was just so fucking good and i just want him to get all the recognition he can and now that he's back i'm just so happy so he was so happy. teasing this game for a while wasn't he wasn't this supposed to be a, like e3 or i something? have no clue hmm. i felt like he was talking about like yeah we're gonna see my next game or we're gonna tease something soon hmm. and it didn't happen until game awards hmm. probably just last minute polish yeah Okay. I was thinking uh, just randomly that if we saw something from, um, oh my god, who is it? Uh, the guy who's making the last night. Uh, Tim Sor. <laughs> Tim, Tim Soray, but like, what's uh, what's his company? Oh my god, I'm so Fury Games. Um, or... Shit. Sorry, I gotta look this up because it's gonna drive me crazy. Give me a second. I think it's Raw Fury. Oh yeah, it wasn't Fury Games. Um, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, odd. Odd Tales. Odd. Yeah, odd yeah, Tales. yeah, yeah. If I saw, if I, I, I mean, I didn't have any expectations just because he likes to be very, very quiet about things. But if he, if I did see something from the Odd Tales, I would have screamed because mm -hmm. I've been waiting so patiently, and I just fucking I want so much for this game. Yeah, I'm actually glad you brought that up because there's a portion of my notes here after the game awards are like things I wish they showed. <laughs> yeah. And uh to jump ahead a little bit, that was one of the games that I wish they'd showed yeah. cuz the last time we saw that was in 2017 at E3. Oh, it's so uh, he's so patient because he gets people tweet at him all the time like is this game still being made or I can't believe the game was canceled and yeah. some he has to jump and be like, "Okay, the game wasn't canceled." chill the fuck out we're still working on it just Give us time hold on yeah but he's just he, he doesn't do screenshots he doesn't do uh teasers nothing mm -hmm. we just know it's still in development the, that, the last that one thing, trailer the, yeah the last thing he did was a year ago it was it was december of last year where he he animated like some drones flying around at a christmas tree with some lauren playing in the background oh that's right i remember seeing that it yeah was, it was, was really cool, nothing but but it told us nothing it just showed that he's working <laughs> that's mm -hmm. all it did yeah but yeah definitely definitely an indie game that i'm looking forward to mm -hmm. and as are you yeah very much the next two games that at least that i wrote down i just i had zero interest in the first one was open roads was that the next one uh it was warhammer dark tide it's oh, a four-player yeah. co-op game i i'm not a big warhammer fan so yeah, it didn't affect me and then open roads was announced as well yeah i just put meh yeah as a uh, disco elysium yeah so this game was really popular when it came out um won a lot of awards last year actually and they're doing a final cut which adds a lot more um a lot more into the game like uh full voice 
audio because the game was a lot of text. Uh-huh. It was a lot of reading. So I don't know if this is like 100% of the game is being recorded or if it's just mm-hmm. main points. But that's a lot of work. Yeah, I, so. I was I was thinking like, does that just mean no NPCs? Like everyone's like just got that level of dedication and, and writing mm-hmm. per character. Like that's that's going to be tough. That's going to be a lot of characters memorized if there's <laughs> no NPCs. Yeah, I can see why it took him so long to do it because is there's so much of it and it's also a free update if i'm not mistaken which is awesome mm-hmm. for people who played this game interesting mm-hmm. um really quick i just want to give a shout out to best action game <laughs> award to hades <laughs> totally deserves it i'm kind of surprised it wasn't doom i've not played doom but i kind of figured that that was going to kind of take the cake it's funny because they're all they're they're like they're two completely different games but they're still so similar because you have to dodge a shit ton and like land your hits and get criticals and you know make sure you know how bosses work and and uh exploit their disadvantages to your advantage and so they're very similar in that note but hades is just oh i it's so good. I I I, mm-hmm. I know that could be a completely different podcast, but I've just been, I've been loving Hades so much, and like I haven't touched Doom in a very long time. If that yeah. says anything, I downloaded it on Game Pass and I haven't touched it yet. Meanwhile, I've been still playing Hades today. Yeah. I have over a hundred hours on my I, Switch. I, I want to play it so badly, but I just don't have enough time sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Um, what was the next thing for you? Because I know you were more diligent. Yeah, so we just had a few more announcements. Uh, Dragon Age, I'm pretty sure people are hyped for that. I have not played it. It was a pass for me. Endless Dungeons, which is like a tactical roguelike shooter by Sega. Okay, I'm jumping in. Go for it. (laughs) Amplitude Studios. I fucking love Amplitude Studios. Yeah? So they made a game called Dungeon of the Endless for Steam. I I think it's on Switch, perhaps, but I have... I think 125 hours in that game. I oh, snap. fucking love Dungeon of the Endless. That's one. Of, so when you introduced Hades to me and you're like, it's a roguelike. I'm like, huh, I wonder if you'd like a roguelike that I like. <laughs> and so Dungeon of the Endless is a roguelike game, but it's, it's got elements of like tower defense too, which I think is fucking cool. Cause like you have, a, you have a crystal. I'll try and make this in a nutshell as best I can. You have like a crystal in the middle of the map and there's four doors you can pick. And let's say you go right and there's monsters in there. You kill them. Great. You open the next door and... There's more monsters. Whatever. You kill them. Now you have two rooms between the crystal and where you are right now. Mm. You have to find the escape. And so you have to explore all these rooms. But each time you open a door, it counts as a turn. And so if there are rooms that don't have power in them and you open a door, you know, uh, initiating a turn, monsters will spawn in that room and go to attack your crystal. So you'll set up like t- uh, little turrets and oh. shit. It's all 8-bit. It's so... I don't know what... I think it's just the, uh, the roguelike replayability of it it is it is so much fun and i've put so many hours into it i've gone gotten like 98 percent of the achievements because some of them are just impossible to get like i'm just not even gonna fucking bother yeah um but it is it's just so much fun it's so simple and seeing amplitude studios pop up i was like holy shit like this tiny little studio mm-hmm. is at the game awards that i like seeing someone so small in such a big spotlight warms my heart so much because it's like i know it's almost like i know them personally you know it's like when Mm -hmm. you tweet like at least for me when i tweet like you know uh, an artist that i like 
who has like 70 followers and I just love his music. And I just like, hey, I hope you're having a great day today. And he's like, hey, thanks. You too, bro. I'm just like, that's so great. <laughs> a little charming interaction. But but I digress. Uh, I, so endless dungeons. Endless dungeons. So it looks like it looks like a revamped co-op version of it, which I am 100% for. I would love to play this game with you because I know you like a good roguelike. Mm-hmm. And so having a shooter mixed with a tower defense. And this was, this looked like, I don't know what, I, 3D, I guess. But uh, the previous you know, Dungeon of the Endless was, oh, it's all 8-bit or 16-bit, whatever. The, I don't know what the number is. Um, and so the game just, it looks so much fun. I When I see it, I, I think about the excitement I have with Dungeon of the Endless. And I think about that in an updated form because it's a, it's a fairly old game, and playing it with somebody like you, because it was coming to console too, and I was like, "That's fucking great! Like we can play it together." And so I'm just I'm so 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 excited. I think I'd say this is probably what I was most excited for at the Game Awards. Oh, nice! So yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, I'd say probably this, and then. Um, Callisto Protocol? Uh, Callisto Protocol, yeah. And then the third one we'll talk about later. But yeah. I'm sure you know it anyways. <laughs> but, yeah, I got but yeah, an idea. That's that's my two cents. I just I'm super excited for because when I I was putting notes down and I saw Amplitude Studios and I was like, Dungeon of the Endless 2? <laughs> but I guess they're just calling it Endless Dungeon, which is like almost the same title. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm super fucking excited. Mm-hmm. Now I'm excited for it, especially I, if you're if you're, you're into gonna, it. I, I want to get into it. it. I think you're gonna really, really love it. I I hope you do. Like I I I I can suck a game's dick so much because <laughs> I remember uh, Viking. That's all. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a different podcast. <laughs> that's not even worth an episode. <laughs> oh, are you all you Viking fans out there? I'm sure there's a lot of you. Oh boy. Uh, Crimson Desert was the next reveal. I didn't care at all. I yep, yeah, skip. Sorry. Yeah, I put. Uh, I was like, is the audio broken? Because like it was. Yeah. Just, <laughs> like it didn't seem. They had all the and, gameplay, but no. Yeah, and it was voice long. Acting. It was like four or five minutes of just hacking and slashing. It's pretty with like a, a, a yeah, and it was pretty, pretty not good. <laughs> um, yeah, and the and the video quality. I don't know if like the the. The tech leads at the Game Awards were fucking up, but it was very choppy, and it did not look very good. I think that was just the game, honestly, <laughs> but it's probably still really rough around the edges. Yeah, but you'd think they'd like I don't know pre-render a little bit. Yeah, and well, you know the the other comment that I made was that I put lol. Is this Mortal Kombat? What the fuck? Because like <laughs> they they do that thing where like if someone gets hit and they like you know get knocked back and they're like going up in the air and on their way back down they get hit again they like kind of bounce in midair like you can mm-hmm. chain combos and shit yeah like is this Mortal Kombat and you know when you hit them they kind of like freeze to like accentuate the the you know the force that was used to hit them mm-hmm. but that on top of how choppy it was it just seemed like a broken mess it, <laughs> and I was just it, very like I don't care about this whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, even I was nitpicking it a little bit because every time there was like a thrust of a sword and it like made contact, like there was crazy like motion blur or something. Yeah. It didn't look it very didn't look crisp. Good. Maybe that's what they're going for, but we'll see. There's, yeah. It's all it's all to be determined at this point. Yeah. So we had an award that best narrative. Yeah, that I would have contested because Last of Us Part Two got it. 
Yeah, they got everything. They <laughs> they swept every know, category. Do they you know got. who uh, what the other uh, contestants were or the nominees? I know Hades was on there. Oh, better, um, <laughs> just better. <laughs> yeah, I love like the thing, and I don't want to get into Hades too much because it's just so much. Uh, I'm not a one for like the the the. The stories where you know you, you you talk to a lot of people and there's a lot of dialogue, but with, I think Hades does that so well because they keep it to like two or four like lines per person, and it's mm-hmm. it's like I can keep up with everything, and it's it's to the point. It's it's short and sweet. It's perfect. I don't I don't forget anything. I know exactly who Nyx is and Cerberus and and Dionysus. It's it's awesome. I love it. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's just quick. Yeah. That was. I just feel like the narrative was actually one of its, arguably its biggest fault yeah, for me. I agree. So to see that it got that, it kind of made me like turn my head a little bit. Yeah. But hey, that's just. I can't believe it won. Yeah, I didn't that's expect so it weird. either. Mm-hmm. Mm. Skipping ahead a little. Yeah, skipping ahead a little bit because we had like Swedish Chef made an appearance. Yeah, I was like, which cool. was cute. <laughs> yeah, everybody loves Muppets. Um, Cold War season one update. Cool. Oh, you skipped ahead a few. Oh, did I? What was next? Yeah, uh, Bowser Fury. I think it was Mario's 35th <laughs> oh, anniversary or something. Yeah, that was during like one of the commercials. Oh, okay. Because that was announced a while ago. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't know that. My bad. No, it's good. It's good. I really like that Wii U game because we played it when oh, we were yeah. living it together. Oh, it was fun. It was awesome. It was, yeah, they're bringing it to the Switch. And I'm actually Great. really excited for that because I would love to get that. And I'd I'm love not to one- play it. I'm not one to like rebuy games that I've played, but that's one of my favorite Mario games, like right next to Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. Like yeah. it's just it's very quaint, it's fun, it's polished. It's it's like a perfect couch co-op game, I'd argue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so with the Switch port, they're also adding that expansion to it, which they've been very quiet about and they haven't really showed too much about it. So I'm excited to see what they've added. Mm-hmm. Um and so I had one more thing, but I, it's now that you mentioned the commercial thing. Um, this was probably just in the commercials, but Unreal Tournament and Warframe collabing. Cool, yes. I guess. Mm-hmm. That's, pretty, that's pretty much it. I don't play Warframe. I know it's free-to-play, which is great. I always love a good free-to-play. Um, at least I, I, I really respect a company that can make a game free and then just use microtransactions for you know keeping up the revenue. Mm-hmm. Um, Unreal Tournament, I, I honestly don't know the last time an Unreal Tournament game came out. I know it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean... Good for them. It's been, apparently it's the season of mixing skins in other games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we'll touch on that later when that yeah. pops up. <laughs> um, but like you said, COD season one, whatever. Yeah, I was COD's not in a COD. Yeah, and then we had a a, a quaint little thirty fifth anniversary performance of the Mario franchise as a whole. I loved it. It, it was, was great. I just put this is lovely. Yeah, <laughs> it was very I, nice. I think that's where the Game Awards really shine is with their musical performances and mm-hmm. just all around just uplifting music. And I thought for the 35th anniversary, this was this was really sweet yeah. and uh, it was wonderful. Who, who can hate? Who can hate this? Like it's it's perfect. It's Mario. Yeah. He's the OG. You can't be mad at Mario. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Sephiroth and you want to impale him with your sword. <laughs> but you just got his little. Just missed it. Just missed it. Um, and then I think season was next. Yeah. I think it looks pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It looks beautiful. Yeah. I love the animation and art style. Um, yeah. Very peaceful. Um, it reminds me of Firewatch. Yeah. 
a with the bit. self-shaded style. Yeah, but I yeah. feel like this might be a, like a one-up on its animation. There was one moment in particular that I was like, oh my God, it looks so good. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, it was when the girl was putting on her backpack strap and you can just see her sweater behind her just kind of like moving with the strap and then relaxing back mm -hmm. on her back. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that looks so nice. And you just see all the serene bicycling down the road with the forest and then there's the sunset and it just looks, it looks really nice. Mm -hmm. And I definitely have my eye on that one, even though it is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. Yeah, that had me sad. The the idea of exploring and recording disappearing cultures, I think, was really interesting. Like, yeah, it's I very like neat. A, I like a fresh idea, um, but because it's a PS5 exclusive, I'll probably just watch Markiplier play it or something. Yeah. So, man, this next one threw me for a fucking. <laughs> so, do you have a lot to say on this one? Um, so I mean, we're both talking about Arc Two, right? Yep. Okay, so my first impression, which I'm sure was everyone's, was, is that Vin Diesel? <laughs> okay, uh, it's Vin Diesel. And then I was like, is there going to be any dialogue, or is this caveman, like, hoo -hoo kind of era where there's just they just grunt and moan at each other? Mm -hmm. um, but as soon as I saw the T-Rex, I was like, oh, shit. The only game I know that has a T-Rex is Ark. <laughs> And oh, I don't wow, even yeah. I don't know shit about Ark. I just know there's dinosaurs in it. Yeah, the only thing that comes to mind for T Rex is Turok, and I've never even played oh, yeah, Turok. Turok. Yeah, but um, I didn't think that this was a Turok game at all. <laughs> um, the the notes that I put was the blood looks awful. I remember there was a couple of shots where someone gets like bitten, and like the blood is just way over overbearing. Like it's just it just blows up, and it's yeah, just it's a puff huge. cloud. Um, and then I mean I don't know anything about the Ark series. I feel like I say that a lot. Like, all my credibility goes out a window when I'm judging a game <laughs> because I know nothing about Are it. Are you even a gamer? I'm not even a true gamer. Name all the games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Arc 2 was my hunch. Um, I didn't know it had uh, a huge following. I knew it. I th Last I saw, its reviews on Steam were mixed, which is very, you know, a lot of reviews on both ends. Um, yeah. So I didn't have, I didn't think there was a huge following, but I guess there's enough for a sequel. And also enough for an animated series. That's right. Holy shit. <laughs> Good for them, I guess. Yeah, 2022. Um, and I remember this. I was like, okay, animated series, whatever. But then they showed the cast. Holy shit. Gerard, Gerard Butler, Michelle Yeoh. I don't know who that is. Uh, Madeline Madden, Elliot Page. Yep. Nice. Uh, David Tennant. Yep, Damn. saw that. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright, uh, Russell Crowe, and Vin mm -hmm. Diesel. Holy shit, like... Yeah, it's pretty that's star, a fat check. That's a mm -hmm. very fat check. <laughs> so, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. I probably won't watch it, but eh, maybe I will. Who knows? I just put, Jesus, that lineup. <laughs> yeah. I just love... Star power. Yeah, David Tennant was just like, whoa, that's... I love David Tennant. I'm sure you do, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Probably. I mean, I don't know much about <laughs> your, what your TV David preferences are. Yeah. Um, the last thing I remember David Tennant doing was he was Scrooge McDuck in the DuckTales animated series. So he, he's got a little bit of voice acting under his belt. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. Um, next thing I had written now was Fall Guys. Yep. Season the 3. Winter Wonderland update, which I can't. I think it was going to come out in like five days. And there was no gameplay of it. I mean, they showed some of the puzzles, but there wasn't like raw footage of it. Like they, I, was just I know you step on a panel and it launches you. That's about it. Yeah, 
I, I was just surprised because like that's kind of the whole thing. Like, oh, the the costumes are cute and they're doing wacky things. Yeah. I was just kind of surprised with something that was coming out so soon. There was no real like side sweep of the map or just something that like, kind of really quick to mm-hmm. look at instead of bits and pieces of what's expected. Mm-hmm. I wonder if if trailers that have more of that pre-rendered stuff like bring in more of an audience than you know actual gameplay. Yeah, because it's I think I think most people at this point will know what the gameplay is. Mm-hmm. Like they've seen among us they've seen fall guys they've seen you know they they know what what uh, the game is about right so just showing them what's coming i guess which you know the panels and the, the punching blocks and whatnot mm-hmm. i guess that's all they got to show that's that's all they decided to show so yeah we'll see if their numbers go back up looks cute it's yeah. uh, very colorful mm-hmm. we got some gameplay of odyssey elite dangerous i have elite dangerous i don't fucking like that game oh i didn't, I, didn't <laughs> I tried so hard to play it but it is just so complicated i cannot like it doesn't hold your hand very well which with some games i like a little bit of hand holding like i like when people tell me like this is how you throttle this is how you do an aileron roll but they mm. don't do any of that and so i'm just sitting orbiting this planet trying to figure out how my fucking cockpit works <laughs> And I can't go anywhere. And I tried so hard because I love a good um, simulator where you can fly through space. I just love space. Space is cool. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I just, I don't know how to control anything. So I just kind of gave up on it. And I I tried so hard. I sat there for like an hour trying to figure out all the controls because it's very, I wouldn't say realistic, but like there's a lot of things to consider like, you know, the, the throttle to, to, half light speed or whatever and then throttling mm-hmm. back and make sure you don't crash into the fucking planet while you're at it and i never got any t- that timing right and so i just kind of i just kind of gave up but i don't know we'll see what happens mm-hmm. but that's all i had for elite dangerous yeah i didn't have anything mm-hmm. um but we had best multiplayer game which was given to among us yeah i was dude when they were accepting their award i was so proud of them because it was so just cute i was like oh look the entire team behind among us and one phone. of them on a phone yeah <laughs> and i just i loved that that she was very like emotional about it and very happy because i wouldn't imagine that they imagined being you know the winner of a of a multiplayer award at the at the video game awards mm-hmm. uh with you know their game and that's just so that must have been like jarring for them and yeah. super happy for them. I'm hope to, I hope they're millionaires now because they've gotten so much money off of, you know, people just word of mouth, you know, YouTube videos and, and live streams for yeah, it's really blown up, especially because the game came out like what, two years ago. And I think it's... it came out in 2017 or 2018. Yeah. So yeah, about three and then years. It just, yeah. It really blew up and Powerful. it's, it's going strong. I can't believe it. After three years, it's getting awards now. Yeah. And I just love that it was up against uh modern warfare. I think. Or yeah. Call of Duty Warzone, which like two completely completely different games and yeah. I, I feel like a lot of the votes that were given to among us at least from the fans were just almost like i mean i don't want to sound mean but like pity votes like this is such a small team and they made such a unique game with uh uh social deception that it's just it's blown up in popularity and you know what call of duty is they have like 27 games let's just Give Among Us this four-person team mm-hmm. this award and just make, like, their whole, the next decade for them, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they got that award, even yeah. if it's not, like, you know, a fair fight. But I'm still Yeah, it's all subjective, it. you know? Yeah. 
but I, everybody loves a genuine response yeah. and a reaction, and they definitely delivered on that. Yeah. As weird as that is to say, they were yeah. just genuinely happy. Yeah, because if Infinity Ward won, some billionaire CEO would be like, I'm so thankful for the fans and really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And there was some of that. <laughs> what was the next thing? Outriders? Uh, I had Evil Dead the game. Oh. Oh, maybe I'm, I'm going through the commercials again. Um, I don't know if we want to skip or not. Cause if you have something to say was, about it, then please. Well, I mean, Outriders... It just looks like uh, the only things I wrote down were it's by People Can Fly, which uh, they worked on Gears and Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm. <laughs> um, and Kill to Heal. It seems like a like they're trying to take a, a fresh take on a multiplayer shooter experience. And mm -hmm. um, I'll keep an open mind. Was and that the, the game next... where they're just like, cover is optional for oh, yeah, cowards? Yeah, yeah covers okay. for cowards, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that now. Whatever. Good for them. Hope, yeah. hope the best for them. Um, and then Fist was like a, a side-scroller rabbit thing. It, it looks nice. I I don't know if I'll play it, but it's... Uh, it's a PlayStation exclusive as well. So. Yeah, it's such a weird name, too, yeah, for Fist. the game. It's standard, it's, uh, what is this? I, 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 oh, it's right here. Uh, Forged in Shadow Torch. Still a weird name. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Tom Holland came out and talked about the Uncharted movie. I mm -hmm. still, like, for the longest time, Uncharted was the game that I've always wanted to play on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. um, just because I love a good story-rich game. And I love Tom Holland, as I'm sure a lot of other people do as well. Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah. Um, so, I hope that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it's not like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> uh, we need to talk about that. <laughs> um, and then Best Multiplayer was Among Us, Evil Dead. Yeah. The last Evil Dead game that I saw was released in 05. So this is a 15 year in the making. Maybe not in the making, but like cooldown period. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if there's like a cult following behind uh, Evil Dead. It had a TV show that was pretty successful. I think it was recently. It oh. ended or was canceled. Oh. But uh, it was the, the model for Ash, I believe his name is. Uh, was the the actor who was in the TV show who played? Yeah. Him. I don't remember if it was the original. I think they had the Evil Dead TV show, and then they brought it back with the same actor, and he had aged, and he was still mm -hmm. awesome. And then they modeled him after the game. But I don't know too much about it. I feel like people who like Evil Dead will definitely like this game. Mm -hmm. But I always kind of get wary when it's X game title with the subtitle The Game. <laughs> Is always kind of like, a, this is a one and done deal. Yeah, it's, it's not gonna like, be a the game two. Spider Man three, the movie, the game. You know. <laughs> Do you know anything about ghosts and goblins? Because I fucking yeah, don't. I I only really know about it through like Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> it's like Sir Arthur, who is the little guy in the armor. I I don't have anything to say about it. I'm I'm happy for people who are looking forward to this. And then they also announced the Capcom Arcade Studio. Yeah, that looked awesome. Which looks cool. And it it was like for the Switch, and it said it was going to be free to download. And I was really confused by all that because that seems pretty bonkers that they would like, just pull that out. Free with the purchase of what? Like, how is it? How can you make yeah. all that free? That's. Do you need to have an online subscription with Nintendo mm -hmm. to get access to this game? I don't know, but uh, who knows. Yeah, it seems like it's got a lot of content in there. Yeah. 
But yeah, I know nothing about mm-hmm. Ghosts and Goblins. Um, and then I believe the next one was Best Independent Game. Hades. So proud of them. Congrats. They definitely deserve that one, 100%. Yep. Um, yeah, Best I Audio think, Design. Go ahead. I was just going to say that a lot of the a, a lot of the nominees for a lot of these awards were the same from award to award. Like Hades, Last of Us, Doom, and there's probably like two or more two more but like those three were in so many categories yeah together. final fantasy 7 remake and like yep. ghost of tsushima yep ghost of tsushima they man i i've heard nothing but great things about that game and i feel like they were probably robbed mm-hmm. that's just my assumption because yeah just heard great things <laughs> i i've been a huge sucker punch fan which is the studio that made it uh-huh. since sly cooper for the playstation oh, nice. 2 i i love sly cooper and to see that they kind of went on to this is like a huge turn because they went from like a self-shaded raccoon tortoise and hippo trio that rob and complete heists to this very realistic samurai japanese aesthetic game it's like a complete 180 hmm. so i'm glad that they're getting a lot of recognition for this hmm. And I guarantee, because of the success of Ghost of Tsushima, Tsushima, that Assassin's Creed is going to do a Japanese or Chinese-themed game. They're running out of eras. Yep, like they are. Like, you know how assassins and Vikings go hand-in-hand? Hand? Totes. Me fucking neither. <laughs> so they're, they're going to go on to, like, full-on warriors, Spartans, and fucking Navy SEALs at some point. No, they're going to go back to their roots. <laughs> Oh boy, where's Desmond? I, I forgot what happened to Desmond, honestly. But that's—I digress. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mortal Kombat. Okay, name two fighting games. Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. <laughs> I honestly couldn't think of any other. Like, I think One Punch Man had their own game that that they were nominated for. Yeah. It's just—I don't think it's just a very popular genre besides Mortal Kombat, just because they're the like the og like 30 fucking years in the making um, yeah it with fighting games like that like street fighter and world combat and things of that genre they're they're very difficult to get into because each game has their own respected like mechanic yeah and their own texts and their own combos that are very difficult to learn mm-hmm. so you have to put in a lot of effort to get very little out of it in regards to like satisfaction yep so it's it's a tough category. Like Killer Instinct came back for the Xbox One, which was great for a lot of fighter fans like that. But that was kind of the last main one that I can think of that was popular. But even then, it's I can't think that it's in very high demand. Yeah, yeah. Mortal Kombat. They've they've been around since like the dawn of video games. <laughs> I <laughs> had Mortal Kombat for the Sega Genesis. <laughs> Uh, uh, what's his name? Ed Boon, I think, is the mm-hmm. the head honcho guy. He's been with the team since day one, and I think there's like a couple other people on the team that have been there since day one. And I, fuck, I can't imagine like making games on the Super Nintendo, and now making games for next gen like 60 FPS or like 144 hertz F- uh, FPS at 4K. Like that's that's insane to me. But, the game has changed very literally and figuratively. Yep. To that, from that point to that point. Yeah. Um, 
Flight Sim is coming to Xbox. Yeah, Game cool. Pass. Yeah, Ga- Game Pass. Oh man, they're fucking killing it. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about that later because I have a little thing I want to say later. Um, and then I think next was Returnal. Yeah, this was announced last E3. Or no, not E3. It was for a PlayStation uh, conference event. So we've seen this before, but this one had a little bit more to show gameplay-wise. It's a funny name. Game looks okay. Developed by Housemark. uh, Third-person shooter, science fiction, psychological horror video game. Yeah. Girl seems to be in a, a time loop. Every time she dies, comes back to life in one point. Probably trying to unravel a mystery. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Break the cycle. Yeah. That kind of deal. Uh, What was that game that came out? I think it was a Devolver title. Uh, Deathloop. That was the first game that I thought of when they showed Returnal. Um, It was uh, Arcane. Arcane Studios, yeah. Yeah, Deathloop. It hasn't come out yet. I think it was delayed, actually. Oh. But it's going to also be a PlayStation exclusive. Despite... Xbox having purchased the studio, they're still respecting the contract to be on PlayStation exclusive. (laughs) We'll let you have this one because you're never going to get anything out of this guy ever again, and we're going to put you in the fucking ground. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, from my understanding, they they're still going to be pretty friendly, but they're going to be like, it's going to come on Xbox first, Um, and then we have a game that I. (laughs) This is all you, man. (laughs) Yeah. So, it takes two is a game that's being developed by the creator of A Way Out, which was really good, actually, and Brothers A Tale of Two Sons, which was for the 360, I think, and uh, was also pretty well-received. I can't remember the creator's name. Yosef something. He's he's crazy, man. The dude is wild. Um, He has such a strong personality, but... Uh, I saw the trailer for this game, and I just thought, this looks boring and pretty generic at this point. But as the trailer went on, it really grew on me, and it became something else to the point where I'm like, I want to get into this game. Because the whole thing is about a couple that were married, that separated, and have gone on to this supernatural world where they kind of came as like a doll figurine sort of thing, and they have to traverse this world with the goal of them getting back together or at least rekindling an old love. And it seems like it can be really heartwarming, actually. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm going to keep my eye out on this one. I don't have much else to say regarding the matter, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it took me by surprise as the trailer was going on. It kind of went from this like generic thing to like, oh, well, this looks really neat. And with a two-player co-op, that's always fun, too. Because... I think they did this for a way out as well. Mm-hmm. They're going to allow a like a friend pass, which is basically if I buy the game and I want to play with my buddy, say you, I can send you a friend pass so that you can play with me even though you have not oh, purchased cool. the game. It's like a gym membership. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. I can bring a guest. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to cool. do the same with this, which is really cool. And that's that's a really fun thing to be able to do in regards to like play with your friends even if they don't have it mm-hmm. so i'm interested in this one so the uh i think we skipped around a, a little bit again because i wrote down super meat boy forever oh yeah i think that was part of the commercials um, oh yeah go for it dog. I, I thought so i never played the originals but okay then i guess we can just leave it at that then <laughs> yeah we'll cut that out <laughs> yeah um and then i saw 
uh, a commercial for Road 96, which is the procedural road trip, which mm-hmm. I thought looked, mm-hmm. looked great. Like, when I think procedural, I think, like, oh, I could go down this road and die. <laughs> Almost like a roguelike. Yeah. You can go down one road and you get one reward and the other one is imminent death. Yeah. Sounds cool. Um, I'll keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it takes two, yeah. And then Gates of Oblivion, I just, I don't care. Like, I never I never got into Oblivion. Same. Skyrim universe just wasn't, wasn't my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that was Destiny 2, again. Not my cup of tea. Yep. Didn't care for the game. Didn't care for the first one. Don't care for the second one. Too much grinding. Too many bullet sponges. Gameplay looks fun, but it's just the same thing. Yep. You, you melee, you shoot, you grenade, you special. Got a super, which is great. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Um, and then we got a VR game from Star Wars. Or I don't <laughs> know. Who's it from? I know it's a Star Wars game, but I don't know who the publisher or developer was. I didn't write it down. I don't know. Um, it looked bad <laughs> like the graphics just looked yeah like they weren't it's, polished mm-hmm. you go from the it's, movies which have a lot of production value in them yeah and then uh, you go to something like vr that's still in its early days graphically yeah and yeah it's hard to make a vr game look good i think because like it's just having like floating hands in front of you just kind of ruins the experience for me immediately because it's just like okay this is someone else's experience and it doesn't feel realistic and mm-hmm. you know the moving around it's not like when you when you look around like that's not a very cinematic camera take and yeah. so you gotta the only way to get gameplay is from the perspective of the player and it's just kind of hard to make gameplay interesting unless for example, the Alex gameplay, they did that pretty well. But mm-hmm. I also think that it was, you know, very heavily rehearsed. And I, the game looks just, mile, in my opinion, looks miles better than this Star Wars VR game. Oh, it's definitely... Half-Life Alex is the new bar for yeah, VR. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, next on the list was Oddworld Soulstorm, I believe. Yeah, I, I, I played the Oddworld games. I played Abe's Odyssey and Munch's Odyssey, or uh-huh. maybe it was Abe and Munch's Odyssey. I don't know, but that was for the original Xbox. Uh, so it's a very old IP, um, and by very old I mean like fifteen years. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's a very uh, interesting universe. Um, it looks like it's just another platformer. Uh, when I saw that, you know, you can have like, I wouldn't say clones, but like people that look just like you following behind you. I just immediately think of um inside and just having those mindless zombies chasing mm-hmm. around yeah um, i'm surprised there's even a market for this game honestly yeah, like, it, i've it, never heard it, of somebody like have you played audible oh it's so good yeah, like i've never heard it's people... not up there <laughs> yeah it's so it seems like a very unusual pick for a franchise to continue a life yeah of. but it's also it looks like it's just a side scroller so it's probably not as as huge of a development that's true because the previous games were like third person open world kind of deal mm-hmm. um and so maybe this one's just lower budget and they're just rolling with Trying that to, yeah bank with this nostalgia mm. um and then best mobile game among I'm, us i'm so glad it didn't go to <laughs> genshin impact yeah <laughs> that has been like all like every time i go into the play store 
number one fucking recommendation is Genshin Impact, and it makes me hate it more because I don't. <laughs> it's not my cup of tea, and I don't want it to be. Yeah, <laughs> they just, I. Yeah, I would probably really like that game if I gave it a shot <laughs> because it's it's very Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just don't. I just kind of avoid it. Because I, I, I know I'll probably like it, and I don't really need to deal with it. I'd rather play other games than kind of get into a new one, yeah. especially with all these like microtransaction-heavy. Yeah, and especially being on mobile, it's it's just I'm not a big mobile gamer. Mm-hmm. I probably play like the same three or four games on rotation, um, among us being one of them. Sure. Um, and like I'm just so glad for Inner Sloth to get a, yet another award. Mm-hmm. They they loved it. They yeah, I, I'm just so proud of them. Um, next was Monster Hunter. Yeah, Monster Hunter Rise. It's going to be a Switch exclusive, and I think it's actually going to be on PC. Actually, mm-hmm. Switch and PC. Um, Monster Hunter franchise is really big. Yeah, apparently a lot of people like it. Yeah, when Day saw it, she was like, "Ugh," and I was like, <laughs> "How do you how do you have an opinion on this thing?" She was like, "My ex played it," and I'm like, "Oh fuck." <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> and so, like, I. I for a second, I was like, I would, Monster Hunter seems kind of cool. Like, you know, you and your teammates gang up on a monster and, you know, you find its weak points and blah, blah, blah. But I just, it never really hooked me. Yeah, there, there's a lot to learn in that game, which has been kind of daunting for me to even get into. Because there's like a lot of mechanics and hunting and tracking and yeah, building your your weaponry and your armors. And it's, I definitely see the appeal. But I feel like it's a lot of info dumping to get into at this point to where I don't feel like it's terribly accessible to me. Yeah, it seems like a big commitment. Like, you yes. gotta learn how monsters work and mm-hmm. mechanics and <clears throat> gameplay and whatnot. Yeah. Next thing was Evil West. Yeah, and, like a Van Helsing sort yeah, of uh, vampire slayer. It's a dark fantasy vampire hunting western thing. Mm-hmm. And. Like all trailers, trailers look great. Zero gameplay, so yeah. it doesn't really tell us much. So to I'm be just, determined. I'm just like, cool. Premise seems pretty cool, but I'm not impressed. Yeah, <laughs> it's always a grain of salt when you see something like that, especially now that we've kind of we've been through the motion before. We were young once. We yeah. were fooled by we played Dead Island. If we played Dead Island, <laughs> we were uh, we've learned our lesson with. CG trailers, yeah, and uh, you can be excited for something. I remember I was excited for Watch Dogs for that first trailer. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, remember the Far Cry Six trailer? Looks fucking great. Mm-hmm. And it's got uh, Giancarlo Esposito. Yep. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> so we had a Us stage reveal. <laughs> <laughs> um. This is the airship, right? Right. The, the next, so I'm, this is just me going to into, into the commercials, which I'll be very brief on. Uh, there's a anime style game called Scarlet Nexus, which I don't really seems it, like just another slasher anime thing. It looks good. I I have plenty of anime shows under my belt. Uh, this one looks really good. I don't know if I'll get into it because I'm not into more anime esque games. But I feel like this is going to scratch that itch for a lot of people, especially uh, Platinum Games released 
Astral Chain for Nintendo Switch a while ago, which are the same people that did like Bayonetta, Wonderful 101, uh, a lot of quality action, flashy style, great set piece games. And I feel like if you like Astral Chain, you like this game. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's a commercial advertising Omen, but I don't. I don't give a shit about Omen. <laughs> Build my own computer. Um, and then there's a commercial for EA Play, which I thought was... I put, what's the point? Because, like, EA Play <laughs> comes with Game Pass. But I guess you know, if you're... Is that, you don't have it. Yeah. Um, is it on PlayStation? Is there EA Play just for PlayStation? I'm sure there is, yeah. Because both... I guess that, that could be the market that they're going for. Because, I mean, you might as well just get Game Pass at this point if you want to get... Yeah, if you got the option. Yeah, I'd definitely go for that because Game Pass is killing it. I think that's that's one of Xbox's strong suits against PlayStation is their their library. For sure. Um, Their backwards compatibility aspect of it and all that. It's it's going strong. Especially if you have the the ultimate version of Game Pass, that's where you get the EA factor. Yeah. Um, and then next up was Fortnite getting (sighs) Master Fucking Chief. Yep. I mean, I, I feel like kudos to Fortnite for being as popular as it is and getting big IPs and yeah. movie industries like Marvel under their belts. Yep. I mean, it's it's cool. We don't like Fortnite, <laughs> but like, it's fun. Yeah. It's harmless. <laughs> it's just pretty bonkers to see someone like Kratos in God of War. <laughs> Shooting weapons. <laughs> it's... I mean, it's just it's, it's just lowered to the point where it's like, oh, you want to see the God of War floss? <laughs> <laughs> it, it it just feels it feels a little Said, disjointed, but I mean, that's the world it, it's going to. Yeah, um, I loved I loved the red versus blue thing. I thought I was like, holy shit! Like I was never yeah. part of red versus blue, but I immediately knew who those people were when I saw them, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, oh shit! Like, are they? Like, I, I was just washed over with nostalgia. I was like, did they ever, like, when did they, like, disband? And have it, did they come back? Like, are they coming back? I don't know what, they, what's going on. They went on for a long time, actually. Yeah. They have, like, like 20 seasons of Red vs. Blue out. <laughs> like, they kept going with each n- sequel to Halo. Yeah. I don't know if they're still going on now, but I like they even gave a little nod to that for people like us who watched it originally and then kind of dropped off because even they were like yeah we're the we're the youtube channel that you watched 15 years ago (laughs) spot on and they sound the same i love it yeah same actors um and then blood gulch is coming to fortnite cool as a custom thing yeah the the comment i put next to that was who paid who (laughs) i mean yeah like with those big collaborations i always wonder like does fortnite pay marvel to get thanos does Marvel pay Fortnite to have Thanos in their game. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is it mutual? Who knows? Because it's a lot of a lot of advertising. Oh yeah. Um, and having uh, the Walking Dead and Kratos and Master Chief and mm-hmm. the Avengers in Fortnite is like it's like a skin game now. Just who can who can we get endorsements from? You know. Yeah, and I I, I go back to it, this being like this is their Smash Bros. <laughs> yeah, just trying to get everybody to in there. It, yeah. It's uh. It's really popular. It's to the point where I wouldn't be surprised if one of the next characters in the fighter pass for Smash Bros. Ultimate is going to be a character from Fortnite. Jesus. Agent like, Jones. I, yeah. It, 
God, I hope I hope it's Master Chief before that because Master Chief's way cooler. He is. Yeah. So it's like but... seven foot eleven and can fuck you up. Mm-hmm. Um, Just Cause Mobile. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh my God. Okay. I thought. I don't know if you caught this, but I found a moment that was just fucking hilarious. They were advertising um, Fallout 76. I think it might have been like a new DLC. Um, And it said, and this is verbatim, it said free for all 76 players. (laughs) And I just thought that that verbiage was so ironic. I didn't notice that. That's hilarious. (laughs) Oh my god. They had to have known. I feel like that's that's too cheeky. Like... I really wish that that could have been appreciated by Dave because I was like, that's really funny. I bet Chris would laugh at that. <laughs> I, I totally missed it. For all seven. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, moving on from that, uh, Ruined King. I had somewhat high expectations because it's Riot and they made League of Legends and they got got that those mm-hmm. fat stacks. A lot of money. Um, but I just I didn't write anything down because it just it didn't seem that appealing to me oh i figured you would have had some stuff to talk about this one honestly yeah, i i thought i would have too but i just put because mm. i guess there's just there was nothing that was really appealing to me mm-hmm. the art uh, style looks nice that's kind of yeah. to be expected at this point yeah it's always a given from a triple a i guess we can call him a triple a oh yeah definitely um yeah and then best game direction again yeah, swept the awards. I again, I didn't feel like this one was really, uh, really deserved, especially with like how everybody's. A lot of people online have been making uh, very valid points that I agree with. When you have a game win best game direction, where they are putting their employees through crunch, yeah, and hundreds of hours a week to get something done. Meanwhile, when you have a game like Hades also on the nominee list to where they are very much a game studio that is encouraging vacation to where they are mandatory 20 days vacation a year. Like, from everything I've been seeing, they really respect That's good. the the game creators and have a, a much more positive work environment. So it, it's hard to be like, Yay! Last of Us Two won Best Game Direction. Meanwhile, this small studio that's like, yeah, we made such a great game. Please, yeah, please love us. Mm-hmm. But we do. <laughs> um, then after that, it looks like GTA Five is getting more DLC. Yeah, I mean, again, talking about that cash money. I don't Rockstar know how long. Not hurting. I don't know how long we. I mean, I'm not a fan of GTA, but I don't know how long fans are expected to wait for the GTA 6 because it's been seven years since GTA 5 came out. GTA 5 has spanned three console generations. <laughs> like, that's pretty that's, bonkers. Yeah. But, I mean, hey, I'm not I'm not one to tell Rockstar how to do their things. Mm-hmm. It seems like they, they know how to do Red Dead. They know how to do GTA. But, I, I mean... For GTA 6, what could you even do? I feel like GTA 5 is like, what haven't, what can't you do in that game, you know? I don't yeah, know it's going to be rough. On that. Yeah, bigger and better, which is hard when you are 
the biggest and best. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Yeah, maybe they'll uh, branch out and do something new. Mm-hmm. But who knows? <clears throat> um, They're gonna do GTA Six for sure. <laughs> and then respawn finally gave us some gameplay of Medal of Honor uh, Above and Beyond, which mm-hmm. I I was a little excited for. It looked cool. I, a little reserved, just because it's VR. Yep. VR is not. I would I would argue it's not mainstream by any means. No. Um, just because if you want to play VR, you have to have like fifteen hundred dollars laying around, which yeah. not a lot of gamers do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I, I'm like I'm pretty pretty down the middle. I hope the best for them. I'm not going to play it. I'll I might watch some gameplay at some point. Um, I Glad really Metal like... Bond is coming back. It's yeah. That respawns doing it because I don't think they did the previous ones, did they? I don't think so. Not as the not the latest one that came out like I think it was six Warfighter. years ago. But I really like the trailer that they had going for it, where they had all the um, war veterans kind of saying like, "This is our story. This is what happened," and they kind of implemented that in the VR. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. It's a really nice way to continue and honor memories and sacrifices. Mm-hmm. And I, I really like that. That really. That really grabbed me. Mm-hmm. Um, Dice actually made the last uh, Medal of Honor. It was Dice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, VR. It's weird. Yeah, it's and a very that's, small that's market right now. It's yeah. it, once once the headsets and everything, all the setups get cheaper. Yeah. It's it's going to be pretty it, rough. This is this is how VR is getting mainstream. They just got to make more games for it, mm-hmm. and demand for VR headsets will go up. Maybe prices will go down. Hopefully, yeah. Because <laughs> right now, I like. There's no way I'm buying a brand new headset. I'm only getting. I'm gonna get one like secondhand, mm-hmm. um, just because it's so expensive, and because it comes with a commitment. Because you gotta get a, a PC that's powerful enough to run it, and the, yeah. like the cheapest graphics card that can run like good VR is probably like three hundred fifty to four hundred dollars, and then you got to build the rest of the system around that, mm-hmm. and then get the headset, which is like another four hundred dollars. So that's like a thousand dollar investment minimum. So, and you don't even have the game yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so VR has just got to—they just got to make more games, I guess, and mm-hmm. just hope demand goes up and prices can come down at some point. And then the one of the biggest things, Big I, yeah. So we're flying through space, right? Mm-hmm. And then in off in the distance, I hear that signature reaper sound you and me both brother and, and i'm just like holy shit that's yeah. like reaper and we're just zooming through the space i'm like that looked like a mass relay too this is exciting uh and then it, it went to um a uh oh what's that species called sorry the asari um you know, she's walking through. She picks up something. I'm like, okay, the only small thing that could be recognized that mm-hmm. we know is a Mass Effect thing is that fucking number and that fucking letter. Mm-hmm. And what happens? They brush it off. We see that glorious N7 logo. And it's funny because I felt like such a badass because I'm like, N7, N7. And she goes, wee, wee, wee. and it says N7. I'm like, yes! And I'm like, <laughs> damn, fucking brilliant. Um, and so... After all that sort of died down, I was like, yes, Mass Effect, yes. And it's like, it's going to continue. I'm like, yes, that's fucking amazing. But then I was kind of drawn back because I was like, the last Mass Effect game mm. was Andromeda. And yeah. that 
did not do well. No, did not. Um, but because they said Mass Effect will continue, I'm determined that this will be Mass Effect 4. Yeah. And Andromeda is going to stay over in its corner where it belongs, and they're just going to make 4, and I don't know if it's... I don't know if it'll be a prequel, sequel, whatever. I just... I'm I'm convinced that it'll just be four. I'm I'm with you on that, especially because like the Asari, it looked like Liara. If I'm yeah, so I would assume this is a continuation. I don't know if they ever explained their species or how old she was. If she's like 300, I don't remember. But I feel like this will be a sequel, and especially given that they're kind of like as we're traveling through space we see like the destruction and rubble of yeah. a mass relay, which kind of implies time has passed yeah. equal. And then they're kind of rebuilding, getting a, a makeshift shuttle to get off the planet. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to think this is also a sequel yeah. to the original trilogy, mm-hmm. which I would be more happy for. I know that there are people who can, who would defend Andromeda and who would like sure. a sequel to Andromeda, but to know, the the Step trilogy <laughs> yeah the trilogy was too great and like for me personally i'm not really a big fan of prequels after you know a story ends yeah it, it doesn't it doesn't feel as exciting and you kind of know where it's gonna go yeah and there's not much you can really add while surprising or adding suspense because you know what's gonna happen you know what the turnout's gonna be mm-hmm. um so will continue is a little vague but yeah. i'm excited hopefully it's will continue from the end of three. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even at the end of three, if you remember, there was like the stargazer that was telling the story. And he's like, well, one more story. So I, know, I feel like they kind of knew what they wanted to go for. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping, because um, I'm assuming this will be an EA title. Um, I'm hoping that what will happen is that EA will see the failures of the past of Bioware, a.k.a. Andromeda. Mm-hmm. Um, and also because they, you know, have a hand in dice, they'll see what happened with Battlefield Five, and that's why Battlefield Six or whatever is going to be like this, you know, unmatched, unimaginable, uh, um, sized multiplayer, and mm-hmm. it's going to be, you know, huge and 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 great, and it's been in development now for, I don't know, more than at least more than a year, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm hoping that some maybe some of that will go over to Bioware and they'll make like you know really Italian chef's kiss game. It just needs time. Yeah, that's all a game needs to become great. Yeah, just give it time. That's more expensive. To, yes, it is, but you get so much more back. Yeah, loyalty. Rockstar <laughs> is a great example of this. They have a game every like six years. And they're amazing, and they sell so much because they're polished, they're quality. And with a company like EA, that feels like there's always a deadline, and they need to make the money now. Mm -hmm. The games tend to suffer. Battlefield's a great example. Andromeda is unfortunate. Great example. It's okay to let the game become polished. Yeah. But I am saying this as a gamer and not as... (laughs) An executive investor (laughs) or an investor or somebody who has somebody breathing down their neck saying, we need to get this now. Yeah. But that's the secret sauce. Yeah. It's the secret sauce. And then the awards were closed out with the 
upset. <laughs> game of the year. Oh, game of the year, which of course went to Last of Us. To nobody's surprise. Well, actually, I'd say to everybody's surprise, but given how the previous awards were dished out, it seemed like there was a bit of a theme going on. Yeah. So, again, it swept everything that it was in. Yeah. And Despite uh, being probably one of the most criticized games of 2020. It's very controversial for sure, yeah. whether you were for it or against it. You know, I, I feel like I'm a pretty understandable and like level-headed person. It wasn't as good as the first one. And it was a good game to play. It was fun. It was polished. It was clean. It just it had some glaring blunders that I would say didn't quite deserve game of the year. Yeah. It's putting it very nicely. Mm-hmm. Do you know what the other uh, nominees were that were up against it? Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Um, Hades. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake. Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing New Horizons were the the nominees. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to I almost want to say all were more deserving, <laughs> personally. Yeah. But yeah, those were the heavy hitters. You know, like I think, except for Animal Crossing, I know it has a huge <laughs> fan following, but like I still don't feel like it was considered game of the year. Mm-hmm. I know it came out at a very opportune time. Yeah. When everybody needed it, I very much understand that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it didn't quite hold that spot for game of the year for me. Yeah. It wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the best. Yeah. And like I'm an Animal Crossing fan. I've got I've got previous installments of the game and even for New Horizons, I didn't feel like there was so much more content in there that kind of made it its own thing. I played the original GameCube when it came out in like 2002. 2003 and a lot of the elements in that gamecube game are in the switch one so it didn't feel so fresh you know it had some new ideas which is great very welcomed but like a lot of stuff's like oh yeah i've caught this before oh yeah i've seen this before oh this is what's gonna happen here yeah i know that so it didn't feel very very innovative Hmm. and i could even argue that for last of us as well you know a lot (laughs) of the same mechanics (laughs) yeah and you know, arguably didn't innovate enough despite its quality. Yeah. Well, would you look at that? We got through our first that? episode. Yeah. <laughs> Congrats to us. We'll pop the champagne. Yeah. yeah, we'll pop the champagne and go to bed. It's been almost, it's been an hour and 42 minutes. So Has it really? It, yeah. So if anyone has made it this far, fucking... Mm-hmm tweet at me or something yeah bravo to you <laughs> or, and thank you so much for listening holy cow se- yeah send us an email or something because i mean if you made it this far hats off to you because a lot of this to us is just brain vomit yeah just, just babble. Say, just say yeah just shooting the shit like we said we just yeah we just want to have a good time and we hope you enjoyed it yeah and love sharing, next- love, love uh getting a conversation going hearing feedback and uh bouncing ideas off each other and having fun talking mm-hmm. about games we might be able to tack this on right before we started this but i just wanted to do one more thing before we completely sign off <laughs> and i had alluded earlier that there were some games that i'd wished were shown yeah, yeah, yeah. in the awards we had a, we had said one which is the last night which is yeah. unfortunate that it wasn't shown yeah i really wanted to see a game called 12 minutes i showed you a while ago it was at last year's e3 and it was another 
person stuck in a loop. Was it that top down thing? Yep. I, I was, you know, when you, when we talked about, there was a game uh, during the awards that we were talking about. I was like, man, that reminds me of this game that Chris told me about where it was like, like this emotional top down looking at a room game. Mm-hmm. But I like, oh, I have to remember to tell, ask him afterwards because I totally forgot. But now it's back. And yeah. I guess it's not back, but <laughs> it's nice to see something from them. Yeah, so we didn't get much more since the original trailer, except for uh, it has the voice talents of James McAvoy, who is... No uh, shit! Yeah, James McAvoy, uh, Daisy Ridley, who is Ray, and also Willem Dafoe, who is... Holy uh, shit! Yeah, they're voice actors in this game. The and it's, lineup! It's apparently ETA 2021, from what I had researched yesterday. So it's still ongoing. I just want to see more. I mean, the theme, don't forget the theme of, of delays in the last year or two. If they, if they delayed, it wouldn't be the biggest surprise. Mm-hmm. And uh, the I have two more. One, Silk Song. Hollow Knight Silk Song. I just want this game so badly. It's easily one of my most anticipated games coming out with no estimated time of arrival <laughs> it's made by three people team cherry and we had a an announcement for it february of 2019 where it was originally promoted as dlc for hollow knight but it became so big that they changed it to a full-fledged game Fuck. and we just haven't seen much since we've had little snippets of like oh these are some bugs that you're gonna meet these are some people this is some levels we had kind of a an e3 demo going on but they've been so quiet about it and i know they're gonna do a great game but god i'm just i'm such an angsty gamer and i just (laughs) want it and then i just kind of threw in psychonauts 2 i knew that wasn't gonna be in there but it's just another game that i'm really anticipating and the last trailer that they showed i think it was for one of the microsoft press conferences looked great it had the psychedelic brain mm-hmm. and uh, it looks so gorgeous jack black is doing an original song for it as well yeah. so the people at dummy uh, double fine um tim schaefer is just throwing so much money at this that it was almost out of funding until microsoft picked it back up <laughs> oh thank you microsoft and yeah when when double fine was purchased by microsoft even tim schaefer was like microsoft approached me and they said hey, we'll give you all the money you need for this game. And so I said, yeah, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great, of of course. (laughs) So I feel like with that, they're able to fully fulfill their vision for this game. So that probably extended the date and delayed it further for the better. Mm -hmm. Usually. Yes. Yeah. Whew. That was exhausting. <laughs> I, I feel like my voice hurts. Yeah, my throat. I feel like <clears throat> I got to clear out like years of buildup. Mm-hmm. It's probably the most I've ever talked in a in a matter of two hours. But hey, so happy we've been wanting to do this podcast for ever, roughly. It's, it's been a dream of mine for a long time, but I've yeah. been very shy and embarrassed to even tell people about it because it just seems so like you just want to talk about games and yeah, movies. Boo, that's, that's weird. Yeah. And but like. 
I'm so excited we actually got to this point. I'm yeah. really genuinely happy. I was so nervous beforehand. <laughs> yeah, even if even if it doesn't get like the fucking fame that we're hoping for. Yeah. Um, it's just it was just kind of fun to just talk about the game awards and just dedicate our time just to that because there's just so much to cover and there's mm-hmm. so much news to talk about and it's just fun to just vomit our brains out. Yeah. I it's always fun to think about the success of a new project in our lives. <laughs> We're going to be rich. And it's not bad to dream, but it's not quite my expectation. But, yeah. you know, I always kind of hope, even if I say that, I'm not expecting it to blow up. A little part of me is like, oh, but that'd be so cool if we could answer this. <laughs> yeah, that would be the shit. That would be mm-hmm. awesome. Um, but luckily, it's still fun to do it regardless. At least yeah. for me. I don't know if you're It'll be a nice time money capsule. hungry. I'd love to I'd love to kind of revisit this ten years down the road and be like, oh my god, Cyberpunk just came out. <laughs> oh my we god, did I, first. I still hate my voice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's good. It's good. This was fun. I enjoyed it. I'm hoping yeah. maybe in future episodes we could I mean I don't expect every episode to be an hour and fucking forty eight minutes. Um but like an episode could be dedicated to just talking about like battlefield six or the news on cyberpunk being delayed or i don't know something like that yeah so what we kind of have envisioned for this podcast is obviously game news isn't always flowing and today was an exception because we had a massive news dump from the game awards in 2020 and that's great but from from later episodes we're just kind of expecting to have topics maybe um what was our favorite campaign game and then yeah. go down a list and explain why and what's our favorite previous gen title what are we expecting in the future just fun topics that we hope that you would enjoy listening to us blab about yeah good food for thought because we when i when we thought of the idea of just narrowing down what are your favorite campaign games or what were the biggest flops in your opinion it, it sparks a lot of like conversation and it just it's just a lot of fun to just talk about like man anthem fucking took a dump but you know who <laughs> took a bigger dump fallout 76 yeah <laughs> and just and... to shit on games or to just praise games endlessly because there's just like dungeon of the endless yeah i love and... that game and i could talk about it forever yeah we just i i want to just capture the the energy that we feel for gaming and our love and passion for media like this mm-hmm. and that's kind of what has always inspired me to want to make this podcast and have you alongside with me yeah. just to just to again shoot the shit have a good time and just be happy about the stuff that we're talking about and to hopefully pass that that charm and that passion on to everybody who's listening just to enjoy us talk and hopefully have you participate. Yeah. I, cause a lot of what, what this, this episode was, is just us talking to each other just at a hangout, but mm-hmm. we just figured like there's a lot to cover and I'd love to like hear what other people think and get more opinions and put it online and just record it. Cause like you can tell we've, went on for nearly two hours just talking about a game showcase that was Mm -hmm. three hours long and this is just us talking for two hours straight yeah and so there's just a lot of there's a lot of content there and like putting it out on paper or i guess out in in the digital realm in the ether in the ether is uh, that it's fun yeah we'd love to just get some feedback obviously this is our first time ever doing this so we know we're really rough around the edges we probably said some topics that didn't make a lot of sense yeah and i probably like 
made a lot of clicking noises that I didn't even realize. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So on that note, thank you everybody <laughs> who stuck with us and we really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us for two hours. Two yeah, like, hours. Really like if you made it this far, you're our number one fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So with uh-huh. that, I bid you all adieu and farewell and, uh, Grateful for you joining us and uh, have a lovely day. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace, guys. Bye-bye.